All right. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I'm a little, I'm a little overstimulated right now. I have this weird new, I'm trying out some new things in the setup here. So that's a little weird. I just listened to the new Grimes track that was like, I'm still a little fucked up from it. It was really fucking awesome, but I'm, and I'm like, ah, and then some fight just kind of broke out outside of my house in the middle of the street. So I was like, what the fuck's going on there? And I'm trying to manage all of this audio stuff and the Grimes track. I got like, uh, a few dozen ounces of cold brew coffee running through my veins. Um, I'm a little overstimulated right now, but I think we're good. And I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to do this. All right, cool. Hello and welcome to start the beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. I know that was a little bit of a short introduction for those of you that have been here before. Uh, that was not even a good intro. I just, I don't have my shit together right now. I'm sorry. I'm really like, I just remembered I have to do laundry too. This is what being an adult is all about, right? You know, dodging your responsibilities on your days off work to record yourself talking at a camera for the internet whatever anyways today i'm here to share with you all some of my favorite albums from the year the year being 2018 the the year of our lord and savior grimes <laughs> that song is really fucking good actually yeah if there was a a church of grimes i'd probably go to it but Anyways, I guess we could start there with the Grimes track easily, even though I just heard it for the first time about 10 minutes ago. It's probably one of the coolest fucking songs I've heard all year. I'm really looking forward to an album if she does drop one, which I'm assuming she will be. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear it. I hope there's some more tracks on it that are kind of in that vein. Her albums tend to be a little inconsistent in terms of like overall vibe. So... I'm not, I won't be surprised if we appreciate power, which is the name of that, the single that she dropped. I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of a standout track in the mix, but you know, fingers crossed that it is, uh, that's kind of a theme amongst the whole project, uh, if and when it drops, but talking about some shit that has already come out this year, I have a little list here on my phone. You ever notice how like, insanely directional this microphone is you know i'm not like i know this isn't like an asmr video or anything but uh one thing i think i do need to step up my game on is my microphone game but you know maybe yeah i don't give a shit maybe it doesn't matter i don't know but i'm gonna pull up this list of records here for the year because i don't remember exactly the order i put them in that's a little bit of a complicated thing, actually, this year. When I was going over all the music that I found this year that I really, really liked, uh, it was hard to make a top 10 because there's no particular genre that is represented more than once, really, on this list. So it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, you know, this fucking 
pop album is better than this metal album because they kind of exist in two different realms for me and my brain. But what I ended up deciding on in terms of the numbering of this list is just the albums that I engaged with the most albums. I spent the most time listening to albums. I went out of my way to share with friends the most and things like that. Just albums that resonated with me the most is the way the order of these songs or these albums are in. I'm still a little messed up from every, this is like the, the craziest 15 minutes I've had in a while. So we're, we're winding it down and uh, here it is. Sykes top 10 albums of 2018. Here we go. What I'm going to do that's going to be a little different than your traditional top 10 list is I'm actually going to start at number one and then work my way backwards because I'm sure anybody that just clicked on this randomly wants to know what I think is the best. And then if they're interested, they'll stick around to hear the rest of the shit. I'm not going to make you fucking wait for it. Okay. So number one on the list for 2018 would be From the Gallery of Sleep by the band Night Versus. For those of you that aren't familiar with this album or this band, Night Versus is a really cool instrumental hard rock slash metal slash, you know, sprinkles of electronics type band. I would recommend it to anybody that is into stuff like Deftones was probably like the number one thing that comes to mind when I think of Night Versus and this band or this album in particular. Uh, they are recently an instrumental band. They have a couple albums out before this that had a vocalist on them that are they're really good records as well. I don't know all the circumstances why the singer left the band. I don't really pay attention to any of that stuff anymore. Uh, I find that being behind the curtains and learning about band drama and gossip, it's I'm just not interested. You make good music. I want to know about that. You know, fuck the rest of the shit. So hopefully it was on good terms, whatever those terms may have been. Again, I don't know. But regardless, that's in the past. We're living in the now. And From the Gallery of Sleep is a really fucking cool record. I definitely recommend checking it out. And I also recommend going on to YouTube or Facebook and looking up some videos of them playing live. They, uh, I saw them get to play after this album came out and they fucking slayed. It made me like the album even more. They were a three piece band and they get a lot of sound out of just three members. Eric Prada, who is their drummer does a lot of cool stuff with uh, mixing electronic drum pads and like an acoustic drum kit. Uh, it's nuts. The stuff that they pull off live and the songs are really cool. It's really good to put on in the background and just chill to it, work on art, work on other projects. I listen to it at work a lot. Uh, yeah. So that's definitely why it's just at the top of the list for me. It also came out really early in the year, like back in March. So I've had the opportunity to like spend a lot of time with this record versus some of the other ones on this list. And I think that's probably why it's just at the top is because I've been jamming the whole album pretty much this entire year and uh, I fucking love it. So highly recommended night versus from the gallery of sleep. Cool. Number two on the list would be where owls know my name by rivers of Nile. This is one of the best fucking heavy metal records I've heard in the past decade. No contest. It's been a long time since I've listened to an album in this genre that like 
got in my feel goods as much as this album has. I think the last album that blew me away to this level would probably be whenever Silosis released uh, Edge of the Earth or Edge of the World, whatever it is. You know, I like the album so much you think I know the fucking name of it, but I digress. Uh, back, that was maybe 2010 or 11 or something like that. I'm really bad with years and names, obviously. Uh, so, but I fucking love this record if you're into extreme heavy metal with lots of dynamics like this album's a fucking roller coaster it tells a really beautiful story even for being as intense as it is it's just a really phenomenal record and yeah i can't recommend it more than enough is that even a sentence i don't know moving on number seven you won't get what you want by daughters holy shit this album is fucking terrifying if it had come out any earlier in the year and i had more time to spend with it there's a good chance this would probably be number one i mean all things considered you know with the amount of music i fucking listen to having a top 10 like narrowing it down to 10 they're all kind of number ones in their own way. You know what I mean? Uh, there's nothing else on the list. It's anything at all like this. And there's nothing else I've heard in a really long time. That is anything like this daughter's record. It is. It's intense. Uh, it's hard for me to recommend this album to anyone. I feel like it targets such a niche demographic that if you were already into this kind of music, you probably already know about this fucking record and you already have an opinion on it. But uh, if you don't know about this record and you're somebody that's into like the very extreme ends of what is possible uh, in like the noise rock genre or, you know, with tinges of like metal and hardcore and spazziness, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to, to put a, a, a blanket on an album like this. You know, it's like if, uh, I don't know if the birthday party and the Dillinger escape plan, uh, had a baby with like Trent Reznor lurking in the shadows, producing it. That's kind of what maybe this album that's that, that that's my diagnosis of this album really quickly. Uh, if any of that sounds good to you and you haven't heard this, check it out. But for those of you that don't know about this and you're not really into extreme, like like truly extreme, terrifying, like f- what the fuck is this music uh, approach with caution is all I would say, but highly recommended dig it so moving forward number six in a poem unlimited by u.s girls and this is a great pop rock album i think that's the easiest way to put it i would say if you are a fan of an easy comparison would be saint vincent especially like not so much newer St. Vincent, like not self-titled or mass seduction, but like strange mercy actor era St. Vincent, maybe even marry me like that, that early stuff. I think those are the names of those albums. Anyways, uh, if you're a fan of that stuff, there's a good chance you would probably really, really dig this record. So highly recommended if you're into that 
sort of stuff. Really cool, rock-driven pop. Yeah. It's an awesome pop record. Pop rock, experimental weirdness. All right, moving on down the list. Number five on this motherfucker. Firepower! Judas Priest. God damn. These fucking boys dropped a goddamn banger as far as I'm concerned. This album is nuts. I was not expecting this record to be as enjoyable to my ears as it was. Not that I have any problem with Judas Priest at all. It's just been a long time since I've really like connected with anything that they've done or anything in this genre of metal, which will, you know, like a traditional classic kind of now, you know, like power metal would be kind of close to what they're doing. But, you know, this is just like good old, no bullshit heavy metal. It's been a while since a new record in the genre has like made me go, whoa. And uh, this album definitely made me go, whoa uh it's just it's undeniable like the production on it is top notch the songwriting is immaculate probably the thing that makes the album the best every song is fucking structured so well all everything is so fucking catchy the choruses are great rob halford sounds like so animated and just alive like it's really hard to believe you know these guys are still fucking doing this at their age but i don't think that that's really even a fair assessment because you know with with age comes uh experience and with experience comes the ability to just write really fucking good songs and you know i think that's kind of a, a cliche for bands to get that sort of washed up thing and uh but with judas priest nah like they This is a fucking home run of a goddamn album and definitely a highlight in their very, very, very extensive discography. So highly recommended if you are a Judas Priest fan or if you're into classic metal at all, check it out. Am I am I numbering these right? I have the I have everything written down, but uh, all right. I think I might have said Judas Priest was number five. I have the numbers. I think I might have messed up on that. If I did, I apologize. Judas Priest was number six. This is number five right here. Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It by Rolo Tomasi. Rolo Tomasi is a band that is, again, in that hard rock metal spectrum, which is where most of my general interests tend to lie when it comes to digesting music especially this year there was a lot of really really good hard rock and metal that came out this year and this album is no exception it's a really dynamic piece of work a problem of mine with Rolo Tomasi and it doesn't escape on this album is like their albums as a whole end up being these really cool bodies of work but uh, if you just pick out there's like, it's hard to find like one particular song from the album that reflects it as a whole because they're really dynamic as a band. And while you'll have certain bands like rivers of Nile, for example, who will take you through a lot of dynamic passages in one piece of music, Rolo Tomasi tend to split those dynamics off into songs. So as a whole, 
you're still on this crazy ride and it's a really awesome listening experience. But picking out one track from the band to recommend can be tough because there's certain songs of theirs that just sound like straight up indie rock songs. And then there's songs of theirs that sound like fucking Converge songs. So (laughs) it's like it's all over the map. But in terms of an album... This new one, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It, is a really solid piece of work. So if you are into bands like Converge and again, Dillinger Escape Plan, but are also into softer things like just indie rock in general, you might get a lot out of this record. It's a really interesting blend of genres, and I think it tells a great story. Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Rolla Tomasi. Number six. Oh no, that was number five. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I am so bad at numbers. Moving on. Okay, so I have this numbers thing all mixed up because I keep forgetting that I'm doing it backwards and I started at one. So I think I was right to begin with. Judas Priest is number five. Rolla Tomasi is number six. Because we're we started at one and we're going back to ten. I I should edit all this out and redo it. Maybe I will. But if I don't, I just want you all to know that I'm comfortable enough with all of you as friends and family to just accept the fact that I'm kind of an kind of a dumbass sometimes. Anyways, moving on. Number seven. Number seven. Sovereign Nose of Your Arrogant Face by Scallops Hotel. That's a lot of weird words put together, isn't it? So this is a hip-hop album. This is a lo-fi indie hip-hop album. It's the only hip-hop album on the list. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I just did not digest a whole lot of hip-hop this year. I'm sure there were plenty of great albums that came out. Maybe a lot of it had to do with me finishing up the new Sykes and the New Violence album. Shout outs to Modern Modesty. But whenever I'm like really deep in the recording process for psych stuff, I tend to kind of stay away from other hip hop projects. I don't care for the influence kind of creeping its way in, which makes a lot of sense because last year there wasn't a whole lot of metal that I was listening to. And that's when we were kind of neck deep in the Grey Walker record uh, with recording and stuff like that. So yeah, I just... Haven't been listening to a whole lot of hip hop this year at all. And uh, one of the albums that still seemed to creep through regardless of that was this Scallops Hotel project. It's super chill. It's kind of weird, not too weird, but just weird enough to keep my ears perked. Uh, the production on it's pretty lo-fi, but the beats are interesting. All of the flow deliveries, like, ups- that, like the topics are kind of like absurd and that like, interesting sort of way like maybe it's just my ignorance but i don't know all the time what they're talking about but like the the flows are cool and the deliveries are good and everything just sounds good it's a really just cool sounding rap project even though i'm not like super connected with it i still listen to it a whole lot uh could dig in some more i'm pretty sure that the people that are behind this project are involved in some other projects. I don't know a whole lot about them. Maybe I'll do some more digging on that in the future, because if it's anything like this, I would probably enjoy it. So yeah, if you're into weird laid back hip hop scallops hotel, 
sovereign nose of your arrogant face. Again, a lot of weird words put together, but check it out. I dig it. Okie dokie, getting getting closer here to the end of the list. This is, you know, the last few here that are albums I really did enjoy this year, but you know, they're just a little bit lower on the list for whatever reason. Again, uh, I want to stress that all 10 of these records, I think, are fantastic records. So even though it's lower on the list, that doesn't mean that I think the album's worse. Again, like all these albums are so fucking different from each other. They're all kind of number ones in one way or another. So number eight is an album titled Criminal by a band slash artist, The Soft Moon. This is a great post-punk kind of industrial Kind of gothy, but not really. I feel like if I say post-punk slash kind of industrial, the goth thing should kind of go without saying. But it's a really, 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 really cool record for the genre. Uh, again, I think I mentioned I mentioned Trent Reznor earlier, but you know it's an easy default for anybody that maybe doesn't keep up with bands in this genre. If you are a fan of like nine inch nailsy kind of stuff, I would recommend this. If you're somebody that keeps up with this genre of music, there's a good chance you already know about this record. So I don't need to tell you about it, but Hey, give it a listen. It's a great, it's a great album. It's cool. It's, it's pretty dark and fun, kind of sexy too, in a way like there's, it's, it's got some fucking, it's got some bangers on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Number nine on the list. So this is an album that literally just came out November 23rd. So that was like last week at the time of me recording this. If this album, again, much like the daughter's album, if this album had come out earlier in the year, there's a good chance that I would have spent a lot more time with it and it would be higher on the list. But regardless, this album is so fucking good that it, needs to be on here because I'm probably going to be listening to it a lot over the next few months. And that would be a million and one by my brightest diamond. My brightest diamond is an artist that I've been keeping up with for years now. Uh, Every project that is dropped under the, my brightest diamond name has been really, really cool. Highly recommended for fans of again, if you're into St. Vincent, but also the, the abstract oddities of an artist like Bjork. I think you would really, really dig My Brightest Diamond. A Million and One is the new album. It is really cool. It's uh, pop, electronic, kind of funky. And there's like definitely elements of Tame Impala's currents kind of going through this. So yeah, I would say like, uh, you know, but like the way I would, uh, I would say newer St. Vincent. So much like how, uh, us girls is kind of reminiscent in a way of the earlier St. Vincent material. I would definitely put my brightest diamond more alongside newer St. Vincent. But if you splash in some newer tame Impala and then sprinkle Bjork, throughout it. That's kind of what you get with My Brightest Diamond and A Million and One. Check it out. 
it's a really really great record uh the instrumentation on it is bonkers and ending the list here uh number 10 on my uh on my thing here would be error zone vain hardcore slash kind of new metal lee slash high school brian would have loved this fucking record. And I think that's the thing that really resonated with me. And this album was that hearing it like really brought me back to a lot of the shit that I was listening to when I was in high school and growing up. It made me feel like I, it made me feel like I'm not in my (laughs) thirties. It made me feel like a teenager again. And uh, I don't mean that in any sort of like a negative way. I mean that in the best way possible because I'm still kind of living my best teenage life now in my thirties. And, uh, but with that being said, I hardcore in general is a genre that I don't, I don't really keep up with it anymore. Um, For whatever reason, I don't, there's no, I don't know, but this album, I saw Vane open up for Glassjaw here in Pittsburgh last year. And I was like, whoa, this band's fucking tight. And I'd been waiting for this album to come out. Finally came out, did not disappoint. It's a really, really awesome record. If you're into, you know, uh, spazzy hardcore with, you know, those new metal elements mixed in. You got to check it out. I shared this with a couple of my friends from high school uh, that, that I know uh, would have liked it. And everybody was like, whoa, like it's fucking awesome. So it's really cool to hear a younger band doing some shit that uh, reminds me of the stuff I was listening to. I'm sure there have been plenty of bands doing this the whole fucking time. Again, I'm kind of outside of the whole world of hardcore nowadays, but uh, this album's fucking awesome. And if there are other bands doing shit like this, I, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely be interested in, in hearing more about it. So I'm gonna, gonna be following them some more and just keeping up with it. This, this album's awesome. It's fucking tight. It's just, it's really fun chaos. Hell yeah. I love it. Okay. So that's it. I'm not really going to dig too much more into these. There's nothing that, I can really say that the albums can't say for themselves. So definitely look these up, check them out. If you're into it, buy them, support the artists, blah, 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 all that cliche shit. So here we are going backwards in the proper number sequence from 10 to one. Number 10, Vane, Error Zone. Number nine, My Brightest Diamond, A Million and One. Number eight, The Soft Moon, Criminal. Number seven, Scallops Hotel, Sovereign Nose of Your Arrogant Face. Number six, Rolo Tomasi, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. Number five, Judas Priest, Firepower. Number four, U.S. Girls and a Poem Unlimited. Number three, Daughters, You Won't Get What You Want. Number two, Rivers of Nile where owls know my name and number one night verses from the gallery of sleep. And that's it. That's my top 10 for the year. Uh, I hope somebody fucking listens to uh, some of these bands. I hope that you really enjoy it and, you know, I hope you can add some things to your playlists and your daily rotations. And, uh, you know, if there's anything on this list that you've been listening to that I didn't bring up, uh, let me know. 
I'm always interested to hear about new music and a couple albums that I do want to shout out that weren't on the list or kind of got knocked off uh, due to other albums. Uh, one would be uh, The Garden, Mirror Might Still Your Charm. They were actually just in town last night and I couldn't go to the show because I was doing some psych shit. There are a lot of fun live. Uh, the Garden is an interesting band uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with them. They are another one of those. They're pretty much no holds barred when it comes to their genre. I would say overall, they are a punk band, but they're a punk band in the way that like early mindless self-indulgence was punk where it's like a punk attitude, but their music goes all over the place from actual punk to hip hop, to weird indie rock, to fuzz rock, to post punk, to just techno drum and bass. Like it's, it's all over the place. Uh, mirror might steal your charms. A pretty, it's a pretty off the wall album. It has its flaws, but I feel like it's kind of supposed to be flawed. It's not an album that's supposed to be perfect. So if you're into all over the place type shit, check that out. And the last album I want to shout out would be, fuck, I don't even remember the name of the record at this point. It was the album that Hillstorm put out this year. Is it called Vicious? I think, is that the name of the record that Hillstorm put out? I got to check. Yeah, Vicious. So this album is admittedly like, the songs are pretty corny, but it has that same thing where that the Judas Priest album has that the songwriting and the structures are still so fucking good that the cheesiness of it is just it just makes it better, you know, just because it's everything's delivered so well. I think the production's like pretty much like it's really like overproduced modern studio fucking just like stadium rock production. But again, like with uh what's it lizzie hale i think is the vocalist name with her like fucking goddamn, like her vocal delivery throughout the whole album is phenomenal just it's a powerful fucking no bullshit rock record with a ton of sex appeal and uh you know just like fucking like a goddamn joan jet record on steroids is basically what it is and uh or you know maybe steroids is a bad thing i don't, I don't know it's a uh we'll say uh okay relating it to me because I don't take steroids, but I drink, I've drank a lot of cold brew coffee today. We'll say Hailstorm's Vicious is a Joan Jett record with uh, a few dozen ounces of cold brew coffee pumping into it with just a ton of caffeine and probably some whiskey too. You know, I feel like that's probably appropriate given some of the, the subject matter on the album. <laughs> so yeah, uh, check that out if you are into just like no bullshit rock slash metal that's just fun and you can deal with the the overall cheesiness of it and that's it i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that uh there's plenty of more stuff i could talk about but i've already been chatting here for i think longer than enough if anybody's even still listening to this i'm kind of surprised but uh yeah let me know what you think let me know about some albums that maybe you were into that i missed out on i don't know if i've been making enough eye contact with the camera i'm not Whatever. Anyways, that's it. And I'm going to end it at that. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with myself. Uh, you know, this is a little thing that I just like to do. And uh, I'll be back again next week with another normal episode. 
Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2018. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for listening.